I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks starts now. R.J. Barrett with 18 points, uh, four assists, and, and three rebounds. So uh, also uh, Toppin getting in the action with 16 points as well, uh, four rebounds, three assists, and Derek Rose uh, played about 16, 15, 16 minutes and ended up with uh, with 13 points and of course six assists. So uh, fun roster, uh, fun way to start the season. Uh, of course, one and zero at home, one in woe, one in one total on the season. And, uh, and there are so, uh, some, some other games, of course, uh, not sure if you wagered on them. I actually, uh, I had the Toronto Raptors tonight, full, full disclosure. I had the Toronto Raptors tonight on the money line. I also had them plus three. Uh, and, uh, and this was a back and forth game. Siakam, 37 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. So he'd had triple double. I knew that he would be uh, an, an issue for the Nets tonight, but the Nets did win at the Clays, 109-105. to So let me open up the box score there just to kind of get an idea. Again, Siakam played 37 minutes. He posted a triple-double. How many steals? Ah, he had no steals. That was a little side. So the over-under in steals for him was one and a half, and, and I put some coin on that. He had no steals tonight, but he had four steals in his first game against Cleveland. Very, very interesting. Um, so what did Kevin Durant do? 27 points. Also, Kyrie Irving put up 30. Claxton with 19 and 11 rebounds. That's pretty That's pretty solid. Ben Simmons, 6 points and 10 rebounds. Like, like I just feel like, what, he had 2 points in the first game? 6 points. Played 32 minutes. 6 points? <laughs> oh, this is going to be an interesting season, is it not? I think it is. I think it is. So, um, so we've got some games still happening right now. Um, Denver up on the Golden State Warriors, forty-two to thirty-four. Who would who would have seen that coming? Not me. Um, and uh, and Phoenix uh, up on on Portland right now, twenty-eight to twenty-five. So those are those are two games that are still in action, and I will keep you up to score up up to speed and, and up to score. Is that a thing, Tom? Tom's producing. Is that, did I just did I just create a Marxism? I'll keep you up to score. Well, I know it's I'll keep you up to speed on the score right. usually. So I mean, you may have just shortened the phrase. If anything, I don't know if we can qualify that as a Marxism or whatever you just said. That, but that's I, I think because it's 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 I'll keep you up to speed. But I just I accidentally stumbled upon I will keep you up to score, and I I think I think that is a Marxism. I've never heard anyone say that before. I mean, we could add that to the ever-growing list. I mean, we sure. It is. Let, it let's is. Take it is it. an ever-growing list, isn't it? Yeah. As long do you, as it, do, you, do you know? Do you understand what a Marxist is? Like, so for example, you know how people say, like, "Hey, you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink." Mm-hmm. So I say you could lead a camel to water, but you can't make it drink. And I think it's more significant because camels could roam the desert for thirty days without drinking water. Understand? Interesting. Understand the understand the gravity of it all. Here's another one for you. I say, listen, are we not going to discuss the elephant on the table? 
Because here's the thing. You could walk into any room and there there can be an elephant in the room. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. But how many times are you going to walk into a room and is there going to be an elephant on the table? Zero. That's when, that's when you've got to discuss it. See, those are Marxisms, Tom. Those are Marxisms. So essentially, they're just backwards sayings is what I'm picking up on. So you're just kind of flipping it in reverse, sort of. You, you can call them backwards sayings. Um, I, I call them more significant. Okay. For all the reasons, for all the reasons, for, for all the reasons I just shared with you. Listen, I'll, right? I'll I'll give you credit for them. I mean, I don't. I doubt anybody's <laughs> copyright copywritten like we're gonna discuss the elephant on the table before. So you know what? We'll we'll, we'll say that that's a signature Marxism. Exactly. These these are so these are called this is these are called Marxisms. This is what they are. This is what they are. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Anita Marks with you. It is Weekend Wager. Uh, just, again, just wanted to bring you up to speed, score, whatever, uh, on uh, on some NBA games. And uh, and also, you got the Phillies up on the Padres right now, 4-2. I had the Padres tonight. I, I loved Musgrove more so than Suarez. Uh, now both these teams are into their bullpens. And now it's the middle of the eighth. So the Phillies at home. Uh, they have an opportunity here to, to put some more points on the board and, uh, and the Padres just have one more inning uh, and, and, and the meat and potatoes of their lineup just, they, they just ran through. And of course that's Soto Machado Drury. So we'll see what happens there. It's not looking good for me. That's for sure. Um, quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll do a deep dive into what? I don't know. We, I've got so much. I, I've, I had so much. I have so much prepared for the show. I don't even know. I know. I know it's it's an abbreviated show because we we just started. We've got David Behrman who's going to be joining us at the top of the hour at eleven o'clock. We're going to hear from Jimmy Wright from the Elias Sports Bureau. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, is going to just. We've got a lot going on. I just. I have so much that I can share with you. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? How about we do? Because here's here's the thing, Tom. The big news obviously is Christian Christian McCaffrey. Who was traded to the 49ers? So when we get back, I'll share with you. Okay, how, how what, what do you do with this trade as a savvy gambler? What do you do? Um, we'll dive into that next. Okay, again, as we can wager, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk, believe in your game, believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. A second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. <laughs> As I said earlier today on Daily Wager, like, should, should uh, the, the 49ers even attend this year's draft? I, I don't know. Uh, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5, a free-to-play pick'em game uh, for season-long fun. Compete against your friends, your rivals, and, of course, your favorite 98.7 ESPN host. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. How about that? Join the 98.7 ESPN League with the code NY22 uh, on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. So make sure you do that. Again, this is Week in Wager brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Uh, right now, the uh, Phillies are up on the Padres. 4-2. It's top of the ninth. This is, uh, this is the Padres' last opportunity uh, to try to get something going here. And, uh, and Bell is up. And the count is 0-2-0. 2-0. 2-0. he gets on, on base. Um, I've got the Padres tonight. Uh, minus minus one and a half as well as uh, on on the on the money line. So I'm hoping they tie it up here. That would be nice. Ooh ooh ooh! And Bell's on on base with no outs. Top of the ninth. We'll see what happens. All, all right. So we just heard from uh, from Adam Schefter. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ends up on his way to the 49ers. He landed there today. Apparently he passed his physical. So it's, it's, it's all systems go. What can we expect this week? Really fun game this week, Kansas city going up against the 49ers. Will Christian McCaffrey be active? Everything I'm hearing is that he will, he will suit up. He will be active. Um, he's very familiar with the scheme. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so, so far to say the playbook, but the scheme that uh, Kyle Shanahan typically plays in, uh, and, and that's more of like a zone style kind of uh, scheme offense that he puts together. Uh, and, and folks might not be aware of this, but Kyle Shanahan used to babysit Christian McCaffrey. He was his babysitter, like back in like 98, 99. Um, who would have thunk at that point in time that he would become his head coach in 2022? Uh, it's, it's really a, a, an interesting story. So... Um, I, I do like, so so first things first, I still like Kansas City this week. Kansas City in San Francisco, minus two. I'll lay the two. Kansas City going up against the 49ers. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. They've got a lot of injuries. Is Christian McCaffrey going to be active and attractive? I think he's going to be active. How attractive is he going to be? I don't know. Um, But here's the thing. The 49ers play man coverage almost 85% of the time. And, uh, and <laughs> forget about it. Against Patrick Mahomes? Forget about it. So, uh, so I'm I'm all over the Kansas City Chiefs this week. But bigger picture here. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about big picture for the 49ers. Um, you know, how would you like? What do you do futures wise now that they've acquired Christian McCaffrey? I do love them winning their division, and now it's 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 at minus one ten. So what does that mean? You've got to lay hundred and ten dollars down to win a hundred dollars that the 49ers win the division. It's it's a logjam right now. Let's be honest. It's the 49 like you've got the 49ers, you've got Seattle who's surprising some folks, you've got um the the Rams that just won this past week against Carolina. Uh 
Um, so uh, it, it's it, it is it is a big log jam, but I think with the addition of of, of C Mac, watch out for this offense. Why? Because Kyle Shanahan has a bag of like the way like schematic tricks, which is going to be really really fun. They're probably going to line line up in eleven personnel, twenty one personnel. They're probably going to line up with a zero back uh, in that backfield. And so, what does that mean? Defenses are going to sit there at at one point in time, and you're going to have like, like so. So they have such depth at the running back position that I really do believe that we're going to see Christian McCaffrey be utilized very similar to how we see Debo Samuel utilized. Like he's going to run some, but also I think he's going to line up on the line of scrimmage and be utilized as a wide receiver. Why not? Why not? Catch the ball just as good as any. Can he not? Catch the ball just as good as any. So defenses are going to have a really, really hard time. Really, really hard time. When they look at that line of scrimmage and you've got Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, as well as Brandon Ayuk, and you've got a really good good quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo who doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't turn the ball over, and is just does a really great job managing ball games. And now you've got a plethora, a plethora of solid players that you'll be able to get the ball to and do some damage. So um, I do like the 49ers winning the division. But do I, do I like them winning the NFC? Do I, do I like them winning the Super Bowl? I'm sure Giants fans don't want to hear this, but no, I, I'm, I'm still on the Eagles. And dare I say, you can wager that the Eagles are going to have a perfect season at 14-1. to Dare I say that the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl along with a perfect season, and you could wager on that at 28-1? to 1? I just said it, and I've already laid it. I, I think this Eagles team is ridiculous. Now, do I anticipate a Eagles 49ers NFC Championship game in the city of brotherly love? Why not? But, you know, all, all things considered equal, rosters staying healthy, um, I, I still like the Eagles coming out of the, uh, the NFC. Uh, quick break. We come back. Uh, we've got David Behrman, who oversees all our digital content at ESPN. He's going to be joining us. Uh, we'll start talking about some NFL Week 7. Can you believe it's already Week 7? I can't. Um, we'll, uh, we'll get into some college this next hour. We also have... Jimmy Wright from the Elias Sports Bureau, who's going to be joining us. Uh, We also have uh, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who's going to be joining us. So still a lot more coming your way. We can wager for another hour right here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we've got David Behrman who joins us now here on 98.7 ESPN. Good evening, David. How you doing? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I feel like it's been a little while. Happy to be back on with you. How you been? I'm great. I'm great. It's, it's great to have you on. Um, you know, the, the only reason we have not had you on is, you know, whether it's the Rangers playing or the Knicks playing or whatever the case may be, but... Um, I always like to say, uh, you know, David is our gatekeeper for everything uh, gambling content uh, on our digital site. So with that being said, you know, each and every day we're posting new columns, whether it's the NBA that's in action right now, which, by the way, Denver's up on Golden State 58 to 46, which isn't good because I took Golden State tonight. Um, (laughs) Also, the Suns are up on the Trailblazers 45 to 35. What'd you say? Don't forget to take the Warriors third quarter. You may not win your Warriors bet, but you'll win the third quarter one. So just remember that in about three and a half minutes when it goes to the half. I hope so. I hope you're right. Um, and uh, and the Phillies-Padres game just came to a close. A little controversial call there uh, at the top of the night. That was dicey. Right? That was dicey. I think it was a bad call. You think it was a bad call? I mean, by... By rule, he did cross the plane, but I think he was more trying to get out of the way than anything. But, uh, I mean, he obviously was not happy with the call and got thrown out of the game, which didn't matter since it was the ninth inning anyway. But uh, it was a bit of 50-50 call, but it's hard to swing. You know, you're, you're talking about a two-one out in the ninth inning guy on. You can't really blame the ump, and I think there were far worse calls in that game. That was a That was a rough one. That was a... I would not be happy if I was a Padre fan watching that game. I'll put it that way. But hey, absolutely, they're hot and they're hot, and you know, got to give them credit. They're two away from the World Series, and this is not a series that any of us expected to be happening. No. And, uh, I know it's the first year of this format, but you basically have the fifth and sixth seeds playing for a spot in the World Series. So, uh, any way you look at it, I think the winner of the AL takes it. But well, it's just been a fun series so far. Yeah, I, I still I've I've got money on the Astros winning, but nonetheless, um, yeah, we were anticipating the Dodgers, the Braves. It's not, it's the Phillies, it's the Padres. I had the Padres tonight, so did not win there. I don't know. My dogs are going to be eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches all day tomorrow. So, um, but without further without further ado, let's get into your picks and your plays for uh, this coming week. And uh, you, you text me, you you sent me a, a lot on the NFL, so let's dive into it. And let's start with what's going on here in our own backyard, right? So, so the Jets are heading to uh, the Den- the Denver. <laughs> They're heading to Denver to take on the Broncos this week on Sunday. Uh, the, the line was three. It's now down to one because reports today is that Russell Wilson is going to be a true game-time decision. Um, if he doesn't play, what is it, Rippin, Ripen? I don't even – who who comes in? Who's the backup? Something like that. So, Brett Rippin. Rippin. There you go. Uh, Rippin. What, what, yeah. Anyway, does it matter? Does it matter? I don't think it does. No. I don't think – here's my – I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. 
You know, I, I just don't. You've got uh, you've got you. you've got Zach Wilson who's got a eighty five QB rating in less than sixty percent completion percentage. Uh both these defenses are solid. My play here is the under. What is your play in this matchup? I mean, I don't, I don't mind the under there. I think anytime the Broncos are involved, you're looking at an under. Uh, I think we've gotten our taste of the Broncos. They seem to be on national TV every single week, and it's a horrible game. And there's just nothing to like there. And I, I, there's, and either, there, there's a lot of weird lines this week, and, and I feel like I'm either going to clean up or, or be looking uh, for a new bank because there's a lot of lines that smell bad. And when I look at my card, and with all due respect to your listeners, who I know are in the greater New York area, like I'm a Dolphins fan, and – it's not like I take the Jets like I want to take the Jets, but there's a better team here, quite frankly. Like, I've seen the Jets. I've seen them beat the Dolphins two weeks ago at a game that I was at, and, and as were you. And then you saw what they went into. You're going to go into Lambeau Field and destroy the Packers. Why can't you go into Mile High and beat an awful Broncos team? The Broncos, I thought they were overrated when the season started. Uh, they got a couple of close wins to make them seem like it was justified, but they're just not a good football team with or without Russell Wilson. Um, I said this on your show in the middle of last season. Uh, something's wrong with Russ. He came back a little too early from a finger injury. He was terrible at the end of last season, forces the trade to Denver, and he's been absolutely just awful the entire season so far outside of the first half of, of the game last week where he was – or first quarter where he was 10 for 10, I believe. Uh, the Denver team is just not good. They have a, the quarterback's not healthy. Uh, the, the, the head coach is, is awful. He's way in over his head, making decisions that don't make any sense. And the defense is overrated. So I'm going to take the Jets here. I do think you're on to something with the under, uh, but that is a low line at 38 and a half. But the Jets, as much as it pains me to say, are the better team. Um, I'm not sure they're going to make a run at the division or the playoffs. But they don't have to right now. They're playing the Denver Broncos, and they're better. And like I said, you're going to go into Lambeau and win. Why can't you go into Mile High and win? So I think you're getting a good number. I would have liked to have taken it at three earlier in the week, uh, but I'll take them plus one or money line wherever it ends up. Okay. Uh, again, David Barron joining us here on uh, on Week in Wager 98.7 ESPN. Um, and then, of course, there's the Giants. And um, and they're, they're on the road. Both teams are on the road. Um, we should all just go have a party at MetLife Stadium this weekend. I don't know. Maybe we can maybe we can play nine out there on uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> the Giants, uh, they're down in in Florida. They're taking on Jacksonville. I, I think the wrong team is favored here. I, I really do. Uh, the Giants are getting three. What's your play? I, I totally agree with you. And, and this was the first line that I saw this week that that surprised me. And. You and I are on an island here, believe it or not, and it makes no sense. Like, even ESPN FBI has the Jags by seven. Uh, Aaron Schatz in, in, in Football Outsiders has the Jags rated higher. And I looked at this and I say, it, the, the Jags aren't a good football team. And, you know, it's not hard to say considering how bad they've been over the last couple of years. But everybody was willing to give them the AFC South title when they went two and one to begin the year because that division is, is, is awful. But, you know, it, 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 it takes <laughs> – it takes so you don't have many teams out there that have lost the, the Texans and Colts on their resume. And since that two and one start, the Jags have been terrible. You saw they gave up 32 points to the Colts last week, and you got to give credit where credit's due. I didn't see the Giants doing this. In fact, I took under their win total, and that's going to be a loss in about two weeks. Now, do I think the Giants are, are going to win the division? No. Do I think the Giants are going to make the playoffs? Well, a five and one start does help you do that. I don't necessarily think they're as good as their record shows. They've had tight wins against the Texans. You saw they had. 
to have Lamar Jackson forget how to play football last week in the fourth quarter to win that game. But they're the better team here. So regardless of whether we think the New York football Giants are a good 5-1 and one team or not is irrelevant because they're better than the Jags, and they're getting three points. So this team is 5-1 and one against the spread, and they're basically a play away from being 6-0 as that game was tied with the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. Now, it could have gone the other way. They needed a couple of last-second field goals to, to, to do what they've done. But they've been in every single game this season. They've been competitive, and to think that they're getting three points against a not-good Jacksonville team, I, I, Anita, I don't get it. Like, the analytics and some of the sharps out there really are on the Jaguars, and I'm looking at this as, well, the wrong team's favorite. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I, I, see Wink, I see Wink Martindale loading the box, taking away ATN, taking away James Robinson, putting the game on Trevor Lawrence, and the Giants picking him off at least twice. And I think the Giants win the turnover battle. Listen, I think it's going to be close. I'm not saying the Giants are going to go in there They're and destroy close. them. <laughs> no, but um, but I think I think the Giants win by three. So if you're so if you're willing to give me five, yeah. the great. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Five and a half. I, whatever. I I, I, I know. <laughs> and I wouldn't want anybody in my hometown to be listening to the fact that I've taken the Giants and the Jets as my first two picks of the week. And you know, it's just not me. I, I said this last week. I'm not sure I'm ready for a world where the Giants, Jets, and Patriots are all good at the same time. I'm just not ready for that, but it is what it is. And, and <laughs> they're the better team here, and they're getting three points. It's the national football. League. Anything can happen, and if the Jags go ahead and win 24-15, to 15, no one's going to be surprised. But I just think at the end of the day, the Giants are in every single game. They compete very hard. They're coached extremely well. You know, give Daniel Jones credit. Daniel Jones is going to win the MVP. He's not going to win the NFL passing title, passing for 180 yards a game. But he does not make any mistakes. And if Daniel Jones isn't making mistakes, the Giants have a chance. They have the best running back right now in the game. Saquon Barkley is playing as good as anybody. Uh, They're weak at receiver, but they have a good defense, a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, and one of the top running backs in football. And I think they can control the clock and and beat a Jaguars team that just isn't very good. Uh, two more games I want to I want to discuss with you before we let you go and, and get on with your weekend. And and one is the Falcons. You know, not a lot of people watch this Falcons team um, because it, it, we just expected them to be so god awful this season. Uh, but they're quite fun to watch. I mean, they want they run the pistol offense. At least they've got like at least twenty to twenty five pistol offense plays. Um, I, I just love it. Uh, they're they're playing so well. They're being so well coached. Marcus Mariota's got a new lease on life, very similar to what we're seeing Geno Smith in Seattle. This is this is an Atlanta Falcons team getting six and a half on the road against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's interior offensive line is weak, so I, I think they could they could rattle, make Joe Burrow feel somewhat uncomfortable. Maybe get a pick. Who knows? Um, I, I like Atlanta getting the points, and, and and it looks like you do as well, right? I, I do, and, and there's been many good stories and many good surprises this season, and I'm not sure many people saw the, saw the Giants at 5-1, and one, but, you know, good defense, good running back. You never know what happens. Um, I think the Jets are playing better than people expected, but to me there's no bigger surprise right now than the Falcons being 3-3. Three and three. Like, this Falcons team was supposed to win two or three games the entire season. New head coach, uh, Mark, Marcus Mariota is a retread quarterback, and I mean that in the nicest way possible to you. You trade away Julio Jones. Calvin really suspended for the year. The defense was, was crap last year and didn't get any better. And here we are. They're 6-0 against the spread. 
I mean, think about that for a minute. There's one team in the National Football League undefeated against the spread, and, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. And if you had said to me, David, it's September 1, which team's going to be 6-0 and against the spread? The Falcons probably would have been my last choice. <laughs> Tells you how much we know about National Football League. But, but they're, they're, they're playing for their coach, and they're playing for, for a quarterback who was written off um, and that we never even expected to, to be the, the quarterback three weeks into the season. Here he is, 3-3, three and three, and one game out in, in, in the NFC South, and I don't expect him to win the division. I don't expect him to make the playoffs. But right now, 6-0 and is 6-0, and 4-0 and is 4-0, and 5-0 is 5-0. And, and you know me, I like riding good trends. I rode the Marlins team total under the entire second half of the season. And I'm going to ride the Atlanta Falcons until they don't cover. You know, <laughs> here you are, they're doing what they're doing. And by the way, there have been teams who have done this in the past. You know, eventually they're not going to cover. But you look at this matchup and you hit it on the head with Cincinnati Bengals. What have they done to impress you? Now, they are the defending AFC champions, but that doesn't automatically mean you're a touchdown favorite. They have not been impressive. They had a horrible start to the season, and then they beat the Dolphins after knocking two out. They haven't looked really that great at all at any point this season. They're a good football team, and if I had to choose one of these two teams to make the playoffs, I would take the Bengals nine times out of, out of ten. It's not ten out of ten, but the Falcons are getting it done on the field. They're covering, and to me, it's an autoplay until they don't cover, and we're not just getting a point like the Jets. We're not getting three points like the Giants. We're getting a touchdown. You know, if you buy it up to seven and minus 120, minus 125, you're getting a touchdown. And so I'm going to be playing the Bengals, Jets, and Giants, and it just sounds absolutely nauseating, but that's my card this week. But all three teams are playing well, and all three teams are getting points. So count me in. Last one is the Tennessee Titans, minus two and a half. This is my favorite play. In fact, my favorite play is Tennessee in the first quarter, minus a half because their offensive coordinator is one of the best in in putting the, their script together, which is the first 16 to 20 plays. Um, they have scored a touchdown, not just a field goal, but the Tennessee Titans have scored a touchdown in their first possession in four of their five games. Meanwhile, the Colts, 28th in the NFL in regard to scoring in the first quarter. So this is my best bet this week. Why do you like Tennessee? I like them, and, and I'm going to give our, our, our sports betting researcher, Mackenzie Kramer, and the ESPN Stats Info Department a big shout-out for this stat. You know his nuggets that he sounds out every week. Sometimes when you look at nuggets and trends, you got to just read through them and find out which ones are worth playing and which ones are just noise. I call it read through the noise. Obviously, not all trends are, are, are created equal, and you have to look at each one for what they are and, and, and get through the garbage and, and, and to find the good ones. I'm going to give McKenzie a shout-out for this one. You just named a really good one about the first quarter, which I didn't know, and that was golden. But add to the fact that the Titans are 4-0 against the spread under Mike Braver off a bye. So sometimes you look at some of these trends, and you're like, okay, well, obviously you have a bye, so it's resting. Coaches know how to script things. Coaches, as you just mentioned, know how to set teams up during a bye, practicing on the right days, traveling on the right days, getting the guys enough rest. For whatever reason, Tennessee is 4-0 after a bye under Vrabel. But more than that, they've won the games by an average of 14 points per game. We're not just talking about covering the spread by a point or two. They've won by an average of – oh, sorry, 14 points or more in every game, but by an average of 20 points a game. So the last four times the Titans had a bye, their average wins were more than 20 points per game, all four of them by two touchdowns. Add to the fact that they've also won – 
and covered the last four times they played the Colts, including three weeks ago. And this all adds up your note, my note, McKinsey's note, and, and we like the Titans. And it's not a game that I'm going to enjoy watching. There are two teams that are boringer than boring. But Matt Ryan's going to make a couple of mistakes. Tennessee plays good enough, safe football with Tannehill and Henry. They're the better team here. They beat them two weeks ago. They know how to play off a bye. They get set up correctly. Like you said, they script the first couple of plays, and they do well. So I expect them to score early and win the game. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sign me up. He's uh, David Behrman, of course. As, again, I, I like to call him our gatekeeper of all things uh, gambling on all our digital sites at, uh, at ESPN.com. Always a pleasure having you on, David. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your weekend. Good luck. Thank you, you too. And don't forget, you got about another five minutes to go take the Warriors minus four in the third quarter. <laughs> there you go. I'm on it. I'm on in our break. That's why I'm trying to get you off as quickly as possible. <laughs> Again, David Behrman joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to Harry Carson and his uh, beautiful wife, Maribel. They are listening to the show on their way home from the J Fund. And, of course, we're talking about uh, – Coughlin, Tom Coughlin, former head coach of the Giants. He still comes to New York. He's got this big event that happens in the city each and every each and every year, and it, it's just it's 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 phenomenal. It's just a really really uh, great event, and they're listening on their way home from the J Fund. So big shout out uh, to the Carson family. Big shout out to uh, to of course uh, Tom Coughlin, and 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 hopefully there's a few people who are on their way home from that event as well that attended. Uh, God bless the Coughlin family. That's for sure. Um, Again, is We Can Wager brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. We've got a lot more bets coming your way uh, with you until midnight tonight, right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to Weekend Wager here on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet, BetMGM Sports. And as always, each and every week, we have the Elias Game Plan crew who join us. They've got the Elias Game Plan app. It's your ultimate sports betting fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, as we know postseason is in full effect. And Jimmy Wright joins us as always i like to call them nuggets but a lot of times of course they call them insights and uh, we're going to break down three nfl games for you today but please check out their their app it is a plethora they have a plethora of information like i said nba just getting started nfl we're heading to week seven and of course the postseason in major league baseball but jimmy welcome in uh first things first how about let's start in our own backyard right we've got the jets going up against denver 
this line opened at three. It's now down to Denver favored by one. The over-unders at 38. I think a big reason, Russell Wilson dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, the Jets, of course, their defense has been outstanding. Give us your Elias insights on this Jets matchup. All right, Jimmy, so let's start first and foremost with the Jets and the Denver Broncos. Like this line opened up at three, right? Um, and the over-under is at 38. Now the line is down to one. I guess a big reason why Russell Wilson is, is dealing with some hamstring issue, uh, but also the Jets defense has been just so good. So with that being said, give us your Elias insights on this Jets-Denver Broncos matchup, please. Absolutely, Anita. Jets' defense has been really good. They've been road warriors. They're 3-0 and uh, on the road so far this season, straight up and against the spread. Uh, the other really interesting thing about the Jets has been how they've been closing out games, right? And they have the best point differential in the fourth quarter of any NFL team. They are outscoring their opponents by eight points in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter alone, and we've seen that in this, uh, this three-game winning streak, right? We saw them come back against the Steelers. We saw them blow the game against the Dolphins open in the fourth quarter. And then last week we saw Brees Hall and that running game put the Packers on ice. So the Jets have been hanging around, hanging around in these, in these games. Then when it comes to crunch time, they really put the clamps down. Four and two Jets. I did not think we'd be here at this point, but uh, they've been fun to watch. So uh, they, they absolutely have. Uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how this is going to play out, especially them having to tra- travel to Mile High, who, uh, of course, we know, uh, you know, lack of oxygen up there. You know, how is that going to play out, especially at this point in the season? And, and Denver has had quite a few home games so far. Uh, game number two I want to tee up for you is the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins are favored by seven. The over-under is at 40. This is the Sunday night game. Kenny Pickett expected to uh, get through concussion protocols. And uh, we heard Mike Tomlin come out and say, even though Trubisky came in and helped them beat the Tampa Bay Bucks last year, last year, last week, uh, Kenny Pickett will be the starting quarterback, uh, of course, if he's 100% ready to go. Meanwhile, Miami gets Tua back. So with that being said, give us your Elias insights on this Sunday night matchup. Yeah, quarterback health really played a big role in this one. Like you mentioned, uh, the expected starters are back. Dolphins fans have to be breathing a sigh of relief, right? Started with Tua, 3-0 and straight up and against the spread. Uh, we saw that horrible injury against the Bengals. They dropped that game. They've been 0-3 since. And the offense really kicks into a different gear with them. It's, a, it's over a 10-point difference with Tua running that offense. Uh, versus the backups that they've had have been playing in Bridgewater and Thompson. But, Anita, there's one thing. I kept looking at this game, and there's one angle I can't shake, and that is Mike Tomlin facing a rookie head coach. So this is going to be Tomlin's 37th time when he faces Mike McDaniel on Sunday night. He's 24-12 and 12 against rookie head coaches. If we shrink that window, we look back to just last September, he's 4-1. We know Tomlin, you can use any number of adjectives. He's a motivator. He's a leader of men. They're coming, this is super intriguing to me. They're coming off that big upset against the Buccaneers last week. Even when you mentioned they had to go to Trubisky when Pickett got knocked out of the game. I just, this Tomlin versus a rookie head coach, I'm not saying that the Steelers are back, but do we look back 
at this game and see this as sort of like this is Tomlin getting the team back on track. We know he's never coached them to a losing season. I, I, I'm so excited for this game on Sunday night. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch for sure. Um, in fact, I'm trying. I, I think in in my fantasy leagues where I have uh, um, Josh Allen on a bye, I want to say I was able to pick up Tua because there were a number of people who dropped him and, and he was available on the waiver wire. And I said, oh, let me let me pick him up. I am I, I am expecting him to come back soon. So I, I'm hoping for a big night from Tua uh, yep. on Sunday night for sure. Uh, last but not least, let's talk about the Chargers. And this is the big Monday night game going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Second best offense in the NFL. I don't quite get that. But uh, still, the Chargers <laughs> are favored by six. And the, uh, the over-under is at 51. So with that being said, again, give us your Elias insights on this Monday night game. Yeah, you said it perfect. That's 51 over-under. It's the highest one of the week. I am expecting a lot of points in this one. Uh, both of these teams rank bottom seven in scoring defense. Um, you know, 51 numbers. Seattle games are already there. They're averaging 51 and a half points combined. Chargers just a shade under 49 points their games average. So these, you know, we've seen some high scoring contests from both of these teams. Um, this Geno Smith, I, I don't know what to call it. Is is it a revival? Is it a, a comeback? Is it the first legitimate opportunity he's gotten it's fun to watch he's leading the nfl in completion percentage you know they've had some big games on that offense um and then the other thing i go back to looking at at both of these teams chargers seahawks both scored 19 points last week that's now two games in a row justin herbert has not thrown more than a single touchdown pass anybody listening wants to go out and bet that that streak is going to continue feel free to i would not make that bet I think we're going to see big numbers on the scoreboard for this one. I think this one's going to be a shootout. They got Austin Eckler. You know, he's slow start. He's back since week four. He leads running backs in fantasy points. So that Chargers offense is really humming. That Seattle defense is not the Legion of Boom, Pete Carroll, what we're used to. So I expect this to be a high-scoring fun affair as well. I like it. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, like I said, they are scoring on 44% of their drives, they're not only they're either reaching the red zone or they're scoring on 44% of their offensive drives. But you could say the same thing about their defense. Their defense is allowing opponents to score on 44% uh, per, per percent of their offensive drives or at least getting into the red zone. Uh, and also teams are only punting at 24%, which is the lowest rate in the NFL. So teams are you know, uh, you know, cl close to 80%, of course, are, are either scoring touchdowns or field goals against the Seattle, C Seattle Seahawks defense. So I'm with you. I, I do like the over as well. Um, before we let you go, let's talk about the Elias Game Plan app that folks can download now. You guys don't discriminate. Um, it's iPhone. It's Droid. It doesn't matter. Also, you can get 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription uh, when you use the promo code Anita25, A-N-I-T-A-25. So uh, th there's a lot that this app has to offer. Uh, before we let you go, Jimmy, why don't you share with the folks exactly uh, what's on it? Like, for example, you know, I, I love I love the opportunity for them to chat with all of you. You know, you, you guys are, are, the, are the smartest, always mm. the smartest people in the room. They have an opportunity that they can actually send you their toughest questions where you can chat with them and help them out. I think that's significant. 
yeah, just a, a room full of walking sports encyclopedias. And now <laughs> if you sign up for the app, uh, you know, put your best question to them. You'll get a quick answer. You'll get a comprehensive answer. Uh, this app is everything. I mean, I'm trying to squeeze in, and I know you call them Nuggets, Anita. We got to call them the Elias Insights. I've been trying to squeeze in as many as I can for these games, but in the app, every NFL game we break down, every MLB game we break down, tons of insights for team, player, fantasy, betting needs, I mean, anything. You want to just watch games with your friends on the weekends and brag, have some interesting stat you want to throw out at them, this is the app for it. And please put our researchers to work. They don't work hard enough, I promise you. We have plenty of time send in your question that's what the app is for wow i hope your uh, your your coworkers don't hear that but uh, but uh, I, I hear you jimmy <laughs> i hear you jimmy always great having you on with us thank you so much really do appreciate your time thank you anita all right again i, I want to thank jimmy wright again from the elias sports bureau joining us here on 98.7 espn uh you are listening to weekend wager uh brought to you by bet mgm sports enough talk believe in your game believe in your bet bet mgm sports still more to come here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. All right, let's dive right into it with my boyfriend. Not. I've, I've never been more livid um, a, with a player than I have with Tom Brady last week. Who the f- goes to a wedding on a Saturday night before you? I just, I can't. Of course, everybody knows the storyline. Um, I was kicked out of my survivor pool because of it. So stupid. I don't know what I'm more mad at, myself or or him. Uh, regardless, uh, you've got a Tampa Bay team now. They're favored by 10. The over-unders at 40, taking on a Carolina Panthers team where they've got some big question marks at their quarterback position, of course. I thought you were just venting. I didn't know you were bringing me in. <laughs> There's no question. I mean, there's no question, Anita. That, listen, it, it starts with the fundamental fact. We don't have weddings, period, on Saturday or Sunday during football season. Thank you. The, the entire Thank filter you. of the earth to be off-center. And in the minute that your girlfriend, this is public service now, when the minute your girlfriend comes up and says, hey, I want to get married on a Saturday in September, you say, no, no. We're, we're breaking up now. I mean, here's you, you another, here's another thing. Can we marinate this? What what NFL owner gets married during football season? Thank you. What NFL owner gets married thing. during football season? Everybody has lost their mind. It's like dumb and dumber. <laughs> Our heads are falling off. I mean, it's literally that's what's going on. I mean, we've got crazy things happening. Tom Brady leaving his team. And this is what's happening. You do not have – I've been married 29 years, Anita. I, my wife is literally 75% of the human being I am. And if she's not here, I am chasing my tail around the room 24 hours. That's what happened. He has broke up with his wife. He is most of who he actually probably is. And he's like, okay, you want me to go up there? I'll go up there. That's fine. And he doesn't care about anything else. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's like holding cheese in front of a squirrel and then asking him not to eat it. So it costs you without a doubt, and you have every right to be upset. I will tell you, though. There is, if you're a Tampa fan or you're a Tom Brady fan, there is now a little bit of value that's been created. I uh, Pittsburgh plus the points last week. I had no circumstances thought that they were going to lay that type of egg offensively. But it, it's like that old thing. They're, you're never as bad or never as good as you appear the week before. And Carolina might be the exception to that rule. Uh, this is a team has very little to nothing going offensively. Fired their head coach. Their pets' heads are falling off. I mean, it's ridiculous things going on in Carolina. They've got very little leadership. And I don't think – and they're going up against a top-notch defense. We talk so much about Tom Brady. 
We don't talk enough about what Tampa's defense actually is. And they are next level good. You can't cover 10 if you can't score. I don't think Carolina scores many. Tampa 6-1 and one against the spread, their last seven in the series. And we also go back to that double-digit favorite uh, during this time of the year. They hit about 60% over the last 15 years, including 4-3 this year. So they're actually up over, over 500 this year as well. I like to lay the points, even with as much as things going on with Tom Brady, I'll take Tampa and lay the points over Carolina. Fat Jack joining us here on ESPN. So Ben Roethlisberger's comments this week coming out and saying, I was at the game, I was watching, just didn't seem like Tom Brady wanted to be out there. Even after hearing those comments, you're still willing to lay the 10, the double digits. There's a buffer here. It's like I've loved people before, then we break up. And there is a period where I feel a little bit lost. And I think we're just seeing this. This is that 30 by 30 or whatever Tom Brady's going to have after he retires, which may be sooner than later is going to document this period of his life. And there will be this big valley that he's got things going on personally, professionally, and you know he's rethinking everything that, that he's – all the decisions he's made over the last three or four months, every one of them. But at some point you do – it's like when you fire head coach that typically circle the wagons. I do think he'll refocus this week. And by the way, this is that type of game. If you're going to refocus, this is who you refocus. You don't refocus against Buffalo or Kansas City. You, refo- you refocus against the team that's more lost than you are. The entire Carolina squad seems like they broke up with their wives. So I don't know that they're going anywhere fast. I like Tom Brady to cover the, two, the 10 points. All right, uh, let's talk about two New York teams that many people now have in their top 10. Um, surprisingly so. Uh, you've got a Denver Broncos team. Uh, the line was three. Word came out that Russell Wilson was dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, Jets defense, as we know, are quite good. Now this line is Denver favored by one up there in Mile High. The over-unders at 38. What's your play here? Yeah, I think we, we always look at quarterbacks, and we always look at where they are. But the reality is this team, a lot like Tampa right now, is being run by the other side of the ball. Their defense is top four in the league. They're next level good defensively. And Russell Wilson, I don't care if he got extra hamstrings installed, he still can't throw it into the ocean right now. So I don't believe they're going to win because of – and Russell Wilson has not been running the ball either. He's been throwing it away, getting rid of it, not doing a lot with his legs. So I don't know that Russell Wilson's ability changes this week. But what I do love – is the idea that I'm getting a Denver defense up against a team that hasn't faced a top-10 defense all year. The best defense that the Jets have played was Cincinnati. They're 11th, and they held, they held the Jets to 12 points. This is not a Jets offense that is going to score a bunch of points when they play really good defenses, and I think that's what they're getting here. I love the Jets' story. I love Wilson as a quarterback. They are absolutely going the right way. Both, in, both New York teams, very happy for everybody that's in Manhattan. Believe me, I've been there when they both lose on consecutive days and nobody is in a good mood. Everybody's fighting with their girlfriend. You're getting the better part of the New York sports fans right now, but there are going to be some spots that just simply aren't going to line up. And oh, by the way, if Denver's as bad as everybody thinks, why are they the favorite here? Even with Russell Wilson, who's been horrible, they're not scoring points either, but the Jets are still an underdog. And then the reality is, Mile high is the real deal. The elevation is a real deal. And the fact that the Jets have not played a really good defense to this point, I think we'll catch up with it here. I'll play Denver and lay the points. Again, Fat Jack joining us here on ESPN, fatjacksports.com. That's where you can find him. Let's talk about that other New York team is the Giants. Uh, They're traveling as well. They head to Jacksonville to take on this Jacksonville Jaguars team uh, who hasn't won uh, as of late. 
Um, but the Giants sure have against the Packers across the pond and the Ravens. Impressive, two impressive wins. They're sitting at five and one. Somebody pinch me. Jacksonville, though, is favored here. Favored by three. The over-under is 42. What's your play? Yeah, underdogs have been great in the NFL so far. I mean, they're hitting at a record pace right now. And I think that we're, we're that's across the board going to be a good play, but not always. This Giants team, as you said, has done really, really well the last couple of weeks. This is kind of a letdown spot. Jacksonville's not going to fire you up. Uh, Jacksonville also 6-1 against the spread, their last seven in the series. Good news for Giants and Jets fans. I have not been dialed in on either one of these teams. I've played against them a couple of different times. And so just because I'm you know, predicting them not to come doesn't mean that's going to happen. I'm wrong uh, some. But I do like Jacksonville here. I think that the right team is probably favored. I'll go ahead and lay the points at home. Um, again, uh, Fat Jack joining us here. Before we start talking some college football, any play in the Monday night game? Of course, uh, we're talking about um, the, uh, the the Chargers. Uh, in, any any play there? Yeah, I, under has been really, really good in primetime games. We're now on 11-4 and four run to the under, and I think that probably continues. We're getting not only bad matchups, but teams that just aren't getting it done offensively. We saw what the Chargers were last week, lots of underpasses, short routes. Uh, Seattle's not going to blow most teams away, especially on the road offensively. Um, I think they go a little bit. Five of the last six L.A. games at home have gone over the total, but I think that regresses a little bit. I'll go ahead and play under the total in that one. By the way, Chargers favored by th- by six. Sorry, the Chargers favored by six at home, uh, and the over-under right now is is 51 uh, by the way, the under for the Seattle Seahawks, because that's their opponent, of course, um, eight and one on, on the under uh, for the last nine games for the Seattle Seahawks. Just FYI. OK, let's turn our attention to some college football before we let you go. And uh, let's kick it off with Texas going up against OSU. Uh, Texas favored here six and a half. The over under is at 61. Yeah, I'm going to play against Oklahoma State until they until they lose again and lose by a bunch. Uh, this team, it was the only team that was undefeated before last week that did not have uh, a top five offense or defense. They're giving up over six and a half yards of play. They are definitely still overrated. They lose in a double overtime last week. And actually, if not for a fourth down, just blown coverage by TCU. TCU covers last week. Texas has got some real dogs on the outside here, both a receiver and running back. They're next level good. Uh, and they really fared well in uh, Stillwater. So I actually like Texas here. Uh, that number, oh, another one of those that opened five and a half, five, five and a half, six, all the way up to almost a touchdown now. That's sharp money moving the line. So uh, I think that the game probably goes over the 62, but a better bet on Texas minus the points at Oklahoma State. And last but not least, before we let you go, let's talk about UCLA coming off their bye week, going up against the Ducks. Ducks are favored by six. The over-under is at seven. A lot of people think this is going to be a shootout. What say you? Yeah, I mean, you know, another one of those teams I've not been great on. So, I, you know, everything that I release is posted and documented. But at UCLA, I've played against them a couple of times, and I've lost both times. They're certainly better than I projected them to be. They're 7-1 and one against the spread, their last eight on the road. And guess what? I'm going to do it again this week. I'm going against them again this week. I'm going to play Oregon minus the 6.5 or 7. Um, Oregon is 5-0 and against the spread, their last five at home. And I think, uh, we're looking for overvalued teams at this point in the year. And I think UCLA, Texas, or excuse me, Oklahoma State definitely falls into that. And I think UCLA does a little bit as well. And I think they, they're giving Vegas a lot of reason to play UCLA, getting those points. There are some really sharp players that think they are as advertised. I'll go ahead and lean toward Oregon State in that one. 
Fantastic. Great stuff as always. Oh, always uh, always love having you on the program, Fat Jack. Thank you so much. Good luck this weekend in, in both NFL and college. Anita, just like Tom Brady has a weak buffer, you're going to have, I think you're going to feel much better about him a week down the road when he's further away from the bad decisions that all culminated in a horrible game last Sunday. Go get him this week. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so, but, um, but you know, hopefully it, it, it all. I, I'm, I'm staying away. I'm staying away from the Bucks. I'm staying away from Tom Brady. I'm not, I'm not going to spend another dime on his butt this season. I'm done. I'm done. I'm breaking. You think Giselle, Giselle's gone? I'm gone. I'm gone in gambling when it comes to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Anyway, you have a great weekend, my friend. All right, take care. See you soon. All right, I want to thank again Fat Jack joining us. FatJackSports.com. That's how you can find him. Still a lot more coming your way. Anita Marks with you. It is We Can Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. 98.7 ESPN. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.